guys, it's Garrett from the Apostles Tomorrow. We did experience some technical issues during this episode, and you will not be able to hear me due to that. Um, these will be fixed by the next episode. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Apostles of Tomorrow podcast, created to help fellow Gen Z apostolics striving to find and pursue their calling God, hosted by Garrett, Chris, and Dylan. Hey, real quick, before we get into this episode, do you follow us on social media? If you don't, you should. We post motivational quotes, Bible verses, IGTV devotions, and you'll be updated every time we upload a new podcast. You can find us at Apostles of Tomorrow. Enjoy the episode. Apostles of Tomorrow podcast. Today we have a very special guest with us. Emma hey guys, Vincent. excited to be here. So how about you tell us a little bit of your story? Awesome, awesome. So um, my story is crazy, absolutely insane. So basically when I was seven or eight, my parents started pastoring uh, a small church. They started it. It started my dad's office um, and grew from there. And then it was in Rain, Louisiana, small, small town, frog capital of the world. Random fact. Um, and then so we pastored there for about six years. And then my parents transitioned into just a waiting period when we went to the Pentecostals of Lafayette, which I know that's where I met some of you guys, but um, yeah, so we were there for two years and then my parents felt called to come to Missouri. So now we are currently living in St. Louis and going to the sanctuary. So crazy, crazy, crazy. And then through then I've been through many different schools. I've done online, public, private, all of it, homeschool, everything. So I've had lots of crazy experiences. Well, uh, sounds great. How about you tell us a little bit about the Bible study you are running through Instagram? Some of our listeners mm-hmm. may be a part of this, some not. How about you tell us, tell them a little bit about yeah, that? Yeah, absolutely. So um, obviously the world was hit with a pandemic out of the blue, completely out of blue. It was a joke one week at school and the next mm-hmm. week everybody was in quarantine. So, um, for sure. through that, I obviously, I'm a very social person, so I was like dying. I was like literally dying in uh, quarantine by myself. So I, um, I decided, so I started first on Instagram doing live streams because I wanted to reach school friends and everyone and just talking about God. And then my mom mentioned Zoom since a lot of schools had gone into Zoom and everybody was learning how to use it. And I was like, yeah, that'd be a good idea. And then I started thinking about it more and I've just always, always, always just had a heart for people headed for ministry, teens headed for ministry. There's obviously PKs, MKs, and then there's also the other people whose parents might not even be in church, but they're still headed for ministry. And so I've always wished that there was some place where everybody could meet together no matter their background or anything. And so I, um, Mm-hmm. I just decided to do that and so it started off with just my personal friends that I knew and then through then like my personal friends added some of their friends and it's just it's grown and we just get speakers different ministers that I've met throughout my life that I've messaged and different things so yeah mm-hmm. it's going great and I just want to say if anybody listening wants to join just DM me my Instagram is mk underscore Vincent we meet on zoom and it's if you are interested in being anything headed for ministry any kind of talk about that absolutely anybody is welcome mm-hmm. so 
Yeah, for sure. We'll put your ad in the, uh, mm-hmm. the and in the description the of the actual podcast on the platforms it's distributed to. Okay. Yeah. Cool. 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 Sounds great. So let's get in uh, the main topic, which today we'll be talking about praise and worship. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll let Dylan open um, up with that. One thing, it necessarily, I don't know how I want to word this, but one thing right now, it's important that we stay in a, I guess, place of worship with God, stay very close and connected to him. Because I mean, to dwell in his presence and be in the holiest of holies is the best place we can be right now in this waiting period um, through like COVID-19 and all that. And so we need to make sure we dwell like in his presence and kind of soak him in because that's really what this whole season, I guess, is about is getting us ready because I mean, obviously know what the times are where the times we live in we're not ignorant of that um but we know that god is using us and we need to take time to just stay in his presence and worship so the main yeah the main topic for today is praise and worship yeah for sure definitely want to come out this different and grown rather than Mm -hmm. stay the same um chris do you have anything uh you want to say um no not right now so we can yeah all right all right so um Let's get into worship. Why do we worship? Dylan, uh, open um, up that. Well, as I was talking about, it's it's a tool to get closer to God and to really, I guess, glorify how great he is and to kind of, right. I guess, um, mm-hmm. Romans 12 and 1 explains it pretty well. Therefore, I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. We need to make a sacrifice to show that we are loyal to God. We want more of him and we want him to be with us. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. Emma, how about you talk to us about the differences between praise and Yeah, worship? absolutely. So I look at praise as you can praise your favorite football player or your dog. You can praise him. Good dog. And then you can go to a game and support your favorite uh, football player or sport player, whatever. You can you can praise them. You can mm-hmm. say you're so great. It's a lot of words. You're so great. You're so awesome. What? That's so cool. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so praise mm-hmm. is like the top level. You know what I'm saying? It's very so, like, surface. Praise. Yeah, right, right, right. And so we go to church, we clap our hands, we lift our hands, we praise God for who he is. Mm-hmm. And we want God to inhabit the praise of his people. Mm-hmm. So we want God, I know I've prayed prayers like, God, show us that you're pleased with our praise right now, that you're pleased with our praise and worship in this moment. And so we just want him to inhabit our praise, to be there. Praise calls him down and it magnifies him. And mm-hmm. I just love that. And then worship is like the next layer. It's like, it's deeper. It's a lot more intimate. And it's just something with you and God. And it's, it's just so much deeper. Freedom comes out of worship. And worship's just, it's full of reverence and awe and mm-hmm. just so much more. And I know something uh, mm-hmm. that I kind of, you know, you just kind of have to be submissive. And so mm-hmm. don't ever feel like you're privileged to be in church. Don't ever feel like you're privileged to be. I'm well, obviously you are privileged, but don't ever feel like you're privileged to be in your position that you are in mm-hmm. in church. Like you're entitled to it. Yeah, like you're entitled. You're not. It's by his grace. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to just focus on those things and just enter into that deeper level of just mm-hmm. worship and adoration. And a lot of times you don't even know what you're saying. You're just praying in tongues and praying in the spirit. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's just so much deeper than that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
And so mm-hmm. uh, I just want to point out a verse, actually, in John 4, 24. Let me see. I'm going to pull it up really fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says, uh, God is a spirit and his worshipers must worship him in spirit and in mm-hmm. truth. So I mentioned the spirit part and tongues and just deeper worship and just deeper all of that in mm-hmm. spirit. But there's also the truth side of it. You should be quoting his word and putting it onto your heart so that whenever it is necessary, that you can worship him. I know like sometimes we'll pray and we'll pray that he can come in and meet us right where we are. Mm-hmm. But we quote the scripture when two or more or two or three are gathered together. I'm in their midst. Mm-hmm. That's worshiping in spirit and in truth. Mm-hmm. You know and, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that's something I had to learn a lot through. Recently, I, this past year, I'd started Bible quizzing. Rev. That's something we really learned a lot is that there's a very there's a very much importance to that truth aspect. You got to know why you're worshiping. You got to right. understand the purpose behind what you're doing and why it's so important that we worship the God who gave us everything we have. Gave us everything. That's right. And we're never we're never worthy of everything that he's done. Mm-hmm. Yet he did it anyway. And I know I've I've heard it told before like every time you sin that's just another stripe on his back. And whenever you look at that, I don't know how you could ever refrain from just mm-hmm. worshiping him and his glory and all of his goodness mm-hmm. with reverence and all and in hebrews 12 um 28 through uh, 29 i'm also i didn't mention this earlier but i'm reading in the new international version mm-hmm. obviously king james is god blessed i believe but <laughs> i do read this just because it makes a little more sense to me mm-hmm. so anyway hebrews 12 28 yeah. through 29 it says therefore since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken let us be thankful and so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe, for God is a consuming fire. Mm-hmm. Um, so just worshiping him with reverence and awe, knowing that we'll never understand all of him and all that he is, yet mm-hmm. we worship him anyway. Yet he accepts our worship, mm-hmm. even though we're so undeserving, we're just something he created, yet he loves us and he died for us. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to chime in real quick. Um, one of the things that I've seen before is, one of the biggest things separating uh, Christianity from any other religion is that nothing you do can repay the sacrifice and what your, I guess, the God has done for you in other religions. Yeah. Or, well, in, in Christianity, but in other religions, you have to do good deeds. Like in Hinduism, I think, I believe, it's karma. It's you do good deeds, you do good things, you pray certain prayers, and then you get to that level. But in Christianity, you cannot repay him. But it is expected that you praise mm-hmm. him for the sheer fact that he's so powerful that nothing you can do can repay him. Yeah. Yeah. Also in Psalm 63, it says, um, you, God, are my God. Earnestly, I seek you because your love is better than life. Mm-hmm. You just have to seek him on such a deeper level and just mm-hmm. honor him and worship. It has to. I know I mentioned earlier you can praise your just sport leaders, but worship is God centered. Mm-hmm. You have to center it with God. Because mm-hmm. nothing else, mm-hmm. there's nothing else. Obviously, we know um, David. He's the greatest. Honestly, in my opinion, I really, I just love the story of David. But he's mm-hmm. like such an example of a true worshiper. Mm-hmm. You see that in a lot in the Psalms. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So he's just such a true worshiper, and he worshipped in some of the crazy circumstances. Mm-hmm. People, his own wife made fun of him for worshiping God. Mm-hmm. Yet he did it anyway. He and said, he did "I would become even more." In the street. Right. And he said, I will become even more undignified than this. Mm-hmm. 
I just, I love that. And one thing also about David is that he recognized a lot before a lot of people that you need to prioritize your worship. Mm -hmm. Um, In Psalms 5 and 3, he talks about my voice shout that here in the morning, O Lord, in the morning while I direct my prayer unto thee and will look up. The first thing he did in his day was bless the Lord and uh, he sang praises to the Lord and prayed to the Lord. He spent time with the Lord. He worshiped him in, I guess, spirit and truth, even though he was part of writing the truth. He did it back then. Yeah. Yeah. He's very much a pioneer. Yeah, I just want to point out too, David, he he didn't just worship in the temple or just Mm -hmm. in the street. He worshiped everywhere. Mm -hmm. From the beginning, God anointed him whenever he was worshiping in the fields. Mm -hmm. He was in the fields. He was just Mm -hmm. one of the lay people. Yet God anointed him there. He was worshiping there. Mm -hmm. He brought his harp there. Whenever he was in Saul's court, he was playing music for Saul and he was anointed to be king. Mm -hmm. Yet he was humble enough to not say that he deserves this and that he should be here. He Mm -hmm. respected God's anointed and worshiped him in that place, in that waiting period. Mm-hmm. And in battle, we see it in Psalms in different places. In battle, when David sometimes didn't even want to live, he didn't even he didn't ask for the calling that God gave him. Mm-hmm. Yet he received it anyway, and he worshipped God through all of that. Mm-hmm. He learned to worship God in any situation, any place. It didn't specifically matter. Mm-hmm. And then through that, and because of that, people recognized like the anointing on him mm-hmm. yeah. and so that worship leads to anointing and leads to the relationship and deeperness mm-hmm. and then in getting into worship um it's very important we take off the things that are holding us back from it um yeah. i'm gonna go into a little bit of a story here from like nayc and other stuff like that garrett and chris i'm sure i've heard the story but um and this wasn't just nayc i had a dream about it all kinds of stuff but um in this dream uh I was sitting there praying in a room empty and then somebody walked up to me and was praying with me and then said, take your shoes off. It was a very foreign thing to hear because, I mean, why are you saying take your shoes off or whatever? But then I went to the Bible and found instances where the Lord told his people to take their shoes off because they were entering into the holy place, onto holy ground. And the story of Moses, before he could go near the burning bush, he had to take off his shoes. What was taking was holding him back. That was taking, like, I guess, the connection away. He had to step truly onto the holy ground. And he stepped into that holiest of holies. And then we see that also in um, Joshua, I believe, before um, the wall, before the wall around Jericho. Uh, even when he was praying, um, the angel or mm-hmm. I guess I can't remember the exact way the story was. It was either an angel or actually God told him, take off your shoes for you're standing on the holy ground. And then that's when he knew what he needed to do to take down the walls of Jericho. And then we also see that entire concept applied to the actual temple. And like, um, cause you have to wash in the labor of water and then you can enter into the next part. So you go further and further and you have to wash what was previously there off. Right. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Also, I just wanted to mention that, um, like I said, sometimes we can limit worship to a building. Mm-hmm. And like I mentioned, David worshiped in the field, Saul's court battle everywhere mm-hmm. in his different life situations sometimes especially right now we can almost think that worship's limited to the church building and to like Mm -hmm. being with god's people but it's not Mm -hmm. you can worship in your own home in your own closet in your old building Mm -hmm. worship's not limited to the Mm -hmm. music the big music they put on at church or the style of it or tradition Mm -hmm. sometimes people limit think worship's all about tradition but it's not it's something Mm -hmm. so much deeper and like i mentioned it's intimate it's not just something that you encounter just going to church lifting your hands clapping your hands for the music it's so much deeper and personal between you Mm -hmm. and god 
And then um, Jesus, when you see the story of when he was crucified and all that, he made worship available to everybody because the veil was torn so that anyone could enter into the holiest of holies so that anybody was able to kind of get their own personal relationship. It didn't have to be through a priest or whoever. The veil was torn and he became worship everywhere. Like you were talking about, it doesn't have to be specifically in the church. It became a thing you can do anywhere, anytime, any day. And you should do it anytime you can, anytime you feel you should. Do it always. Absolutely, absolutely. Also in Psalms 29 too, it says, Ascribe to the Lord the glory due to his name. Worship Mm -hmm. the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. Mm -hmm. In the splendor of his holiness. I just love that. That I've mentioned it before in my Bible study. And Bethany, I think she was the first one that mentioned it. And I really just realized it is that she, like we just pray like, God, we're never going to understand all of you and all Mm -hmm. that you have. But help me to never lose my all of you. Mm-hmm. Never to lose my awe of all that you've done. Never to lose the respect and the worship for all of your holiness. He's mm-hmm. so holy. We know in Revelation it says the angels cry and say, holy, holy are you, Lord. Mm-hmm. Just worshiping him and just how holy he is. And worship isn't something limited to earth either. Something that mm-hmm. we're just going to do here. It goes on yeah. into heaven. Mm-hmm. You know, in Revelation, like I said, the angels are crying at the throne. Holy, holy are you, Lord. Yeah. And I know one time I random story i was praying on the campgrounds actually after a service way after almost everybody had left mm-hmm. and somebody came up to me and they were like you're in the throne room what do you want and i was like i just want to worship him with all that i am and to go deeper in him mm-hmm. and it's just it's so much deeper whenever you worship and like we should all seek to have those those yeah. moments with god where we're in his throne mm-hmm. room there's nothing separating us we're just worshiping mm-hmm. him for all that he is mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so yeah. just worshiping him for all that he is mm-hmm. yeah and all of his holiness mm-hmm. um a lot of people don't i guess fully grasp the importance of it they lose kind of the grand of like i guess this scale of who god is and what he's done and what he is able to do they've heard the stories a lot of people ask see this a lot mostly in church not like with people that are new to church it's most people that have been in it since they were a child they have heard the story so many times they've heard all these things that they kind of get lukewarm and like used to that mm-hmm. oh god did these things whatever but when you fully grasp that he's still doing these things and he did these things by his own power he didn't need the help of man to do anything that he did he created man and he created everything that we see and touch entirely he created everything and then he came in and made those situations great. It wasn't, you see a lot of the uh, characters, I guess you can call them characters, but I mean, they were real people, obviously. But you see a lot of people in the Bible, they were kind of in a broken state. They weren't, they didn't feel qualified to be used, yeah. but God still came in. And so that's why he's worthy of our worship is because he comes in when we feel broken. And when we feel like we can't do anything, he comes in and takes us to that next level and makes us great. Right, right. He yeah. meets you in your brokenness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's a verse in Second Corinthians. I just did an IGTV video about a little bit of this. Second um, Corinthians 12. Let me flip to it real quick. Second um, Corinthians 12, 9 through 10. It says, actually, I also talked about this in the Bible study. 
Um, it says, and he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of, my, of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. In his weakest moment, Paul realized that's when he truly is his strongest because then God's strength comes in, not just his flesh strength his godly strength that's good right yeah um i'll something when y'all were talking about david this came to me but i Mm -hmm. just was trying to find a place to fit this in Mm -hmm. is when i look at first samuel chapter 16 this really Mm -hmm. shows me the power of worship um in verse 14 it says now the lord's spirit had left saul and the evil spirit from the lord tormented him yeah i Mm -hmm. think we all know the story after god had lifted his spirit off of saul and Mm -hmm. he had this evil spirit upon him but he called david and a worshiper to worship Mm -hmm. in his vicinity and when and when david began to worship the evil Mm -hmm. spirits had to leave we have to realize the power in our worship that your worship Mm -hmm. people in that room can be dealing with devils and be dealing with demonic stuff but when the people of god begin to open up their mouth and worship Mm -hmm. demonic things have to leave and evil things have to leave same Mm -hmm. thing if the if the adversary is attacking if you just begin to lift up your hands right where you are and you begin to just worship Mm -hmm. demonic things can't last around the people of god Mm -hmm. who are worshiping so when y'all were talking about david that just kind of reminded me the power Mm -hmm. of our worship if we can if as apostolics and not just apostolics but if just people of god can truly grasp the power of our worship there Mm -hmm. i'm telling you there's some things that we can do Mm -hmm. because we grasp how much power Mm -hmm. worship has so that's yeah we can unlock a different layer in our walk with god yeah Mm -hmm. right i heard brother holloway um preach a sermon on youtube one time Mm -hmm. i don't remember what it was called now anymore Mm -hmm. but um he just said you know obviously he said people go to church and we start with worship and he or praise we start with praise and he set it up like the way the tabernacle i believe Mm -hmm. was built and so it was like first you have like the praise you remove yourself you're just praising Mm -hmm. and then you slowly remove more of yourself yeah the outer Mm -hmm. cords and you go deeper and then it's just just kind of on the surface and some people will just kind of bask there you know what i'm Mm -hmm. saying and then he uh, pointed out, then you get to the Shekinah glory. And mm-hmm. he said, that is the deepest. You just go mm-hmm. deeper and deeper. And he said, mm-hmm. sometimes people can almost get afraid. You start you start getting yeah. deeper in worship mm-hmm. and you can almost get fearful. Like, I mean, the trust, the amount of trust that you need. I mean, mm-hmm. he pointed out Peter had to walk on water. The yeah. amount of trust, trust you need yeah. to go deeper in God mm-hmm. is so unimaginable sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he said, some people will get, they'll start, they'll start getting deeper and then you'll get, you'll get scared. You get mm-hmm. into that worshipful stage and you just, it's, it's kind of your flesh taking an instinct yeah. of, right. I don't know, I've never experienced this. Mm-hmm. So you right. kind of like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he said the Shekinah glory has to be our focus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we have to focus to get deeper into him. Yeah. And I know that I pray every time I pray now, I just pray like, Lord, let your Shekinah glory be here. Let it overwhelm us with all yeah. that you are. Mm-hmm. So just pushing through to that Shekinah glory, the deeper worship. Yeah. Obviously, worship has layers as well. And there's mm-hmm. there's a deeper worship. And as mm-hmm. Pentecostals and Gen Z, I believe we need to take us like a step forward and seek mm-hmm. that deeper Shekinah glory in Jesus mm-hmm. because yeah. there's nothing like it and we're never gonna make it in this world the way yeah. things are without pushing through to that mm-hmm. that reminds me of um one of the azusa street prophecies or whatever i think is 
I'm pronouncing that correctly, Mm -hmm. um, talks about, obviously it's using the word praise, but I feel like it can also be applied here. Um, They will praise and worship a God whom they don't pray to. They don't have like that deep connection. They'll they'll praise and be a very surface level. They'll be a very hype-centered church or whatever. But when um, it comes down to it, they don't really get deep with God. They're very surface level believers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that is something God ended up he accused, so I want to go into that scripture. He was accusing the mm-hmm. leaders, saying that they're leading them astray, and the people were just saying the words without yeah. meaning them. Mm-hmm. We have to worship God. We can't just say a, a written prayer and just expect mm-hmm. God to just accept that. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. He does sometimes, and sometimes that's all we can say. Yeah. But there's mm-hmm. something so much deeper whenever you form your own words and worship Him mm-hmm. with your own words. And another thing was the leaders were leading them astray in that verse. I don't remember what we studied mm-hmm. it before in the Bible study, the leaders. And I just want to say, as so I, I play piano in my church and sometimes I sing. I'm not the greatest singer at all. Do not ask me to sing. <laughs> me I do occasionally. Um, but I mainly, I'm on the keys mainly. And I like mm-hmm. to, I just want to point out that you can also lead from the audience. Even if you're not on a platform, you're oh, yeah, not most definitely. High, you can also lead from the audience. Mm-hmm. And so just being a worship leader, obviously God took it very seriously. All of those leaders at that time were killed or murdered or whatever yeah. because they were leading them astray. God takes it seriously whenever you're trying to be a leader mm-hmm. and you're leading people astray. As a worship yeah. leader, you should seek to lead others in worship. Don't let yeah. anything be distracting. Don't, mm-hmm. If the music messes up, that's just what happens. Let yeah. God have his way. Don't laugh mm-hmm. about it or mock or decide that it's not okay you should be deeper in that worship and leading them in deeper worship you yeah. shouldn't lead them astray you should show them what true worship's like so they can follow what you're doing yeah something my mom mm-hmm. for some worship leaders that are listening something my mom well even if you're just in the crowd and you know you can be a worship leader but something my mom leads to worship at our church and she always says you can't expect to lead someone somewhere you don't go we can't, right. we can't, mm-hmm. if, especially if we're on the stage or whatnot, we cannot lead people mm-hmm. to this Shekinah glory and lead into this deeper place of worship if we're not going there ourselves on the daily. Yeah. It's it's mm-hmm. not That's just good. a Sunday or Wednesday thing. This is a lifestyle we have to build so we can lead people to this deeper place of worship. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we can't lead right. people somewhere we can't go ourselves. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one thing um, you also see in kind of I'm trying to figure out the way to word this, but like in the structure of the tabernacle, only the priest could really go in and carry those people into that holiest of holies. Mm -hmm. The leader, the leader in that, I guess, system, the way the tabernacle was constructed was he went and brought it further too. so leaders are very important that they are the ones that kind of even when all the people around them, even when it seems like it may be a quote unquote dead service or whatever, even when you feel like it isn't going anywhere keep bringing that into yeah. the holiest of holies and then you will see what you'll see what you're doing you'll see the fruit of it yeah. and it'll be manifested through i guess the service yeah. in and of itself right that's good that's really good i like also something brother hippolyte pointed out mm-hmm. in our bible study was he said as ministers we like to see the fruit we like to mm-hmm. see everybody worshiping lifting their mm-hmm. hands coming to the altar crying but he said sometimes god doesn't show us that 
and he said there's a reason though it's not just because he wants to make you feel like a failure or anything he said but it's because one day he wants to walk you through heaven and show you all the people that you didn't realize you impacted Mm -hmm. and i was that you guys like that hit me Mm -hmm. so hard Mm -hmm. i was just like wow and you know the crown it says i think i believe it's somewhere in the bible it says you're Mm -hmm. gonna get a crown whenever you get to heaven and then then all the jewels are the jewels are people you impacted right and mm-hmm. then the fact that we're going to throw our crowns at the feet of Jesus. Because he was the one who did it anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I just, that's so beautiful. That reminds me of that story um, Brother Holloway had told when he was preaching at our church for the Father's Day. Um, he was telling us about how he had like a dream or vision or whatever. And God was walking him through heaven. And he was seeing all the altars, all the stuff people sacrificed. He was seeing all different altars and he pointed to one and he was like, oh, what happened to that one? And he said, they burn out. And he kept going and he saw some bigger and bigger, bigger ones until he saw a giant one. And then uh, Brother Aaron was like, okay, I got to know who's that one was for, who that one, who built that one. And then God was like, that's yours. And um, he was like kind of drawn back. And it, it, it's very important that we sacrifice because we may not see the fruit here, but it's building an altar in heaven. Yeah, it's building right. more and more, and that is like the theme for She's for Christ. This last year, not this year, but the year before, treasure. We yeah. need to make sure we put our treasures Treasure's in heaven. heaven. We need to make sure we keep pushing through and keep sacrificing to build up that altar and that treasure in heaven, so that when we get there, we can truly. Yeah. see we will definitely yeah. see what we've done and you don't want to be the one person that's like well i don't have that mm-hmm. i mean you control in a sense what you are going to do and how much effort you're going to put in because if you put in 110 yeah. percent, then you're going to get 110 percent. yeah mm-hmm. right Good. something i know mm-hmm. it's super easy for us to get burnt out as like and this is we're obviously flesh and we're just we we get burnt out at times but something that i use sometimes to motivate me is there mm-hmm. are hundreds of people that in the bible days who wanted to go into this deeper place with god but the veil was still there and they weren't allowed mm-hmm. to go into that place now mm-hmm. here we are today have that yeah. liberty to just keep pushing and going so that's something that i used to motivate myself is there mm-hmm. is tons and tons of people who have come and gone through this world that have wanted to go to that place and they couldn't they didn't now, get that yeah they didn't mm-hmm. get that honor but now i'm i'm bestowed that honor so i want to mm-hmm. take full advantage of that and keep mm-hmm. going deeper and deeper in god so yeah yeah and it's super shameful i guess to forsake the fact yeah. that we have the liberty to go in and out as we please yes it's very disappointing to just throw it aside and act yeah. like it's not anything important that God has done for you. Yes. You don't like he hasn't brought you and the entire world through this. Yeah. Like he didn't right. die. You, it's I'm trying to word it, but there's so much he has done. It's, you can't put it all into words. Yeah. You won't have an account for everything he's done. There is no account for every miracle he's done. And obviously in heaven, he might have an account because, you know, he's God. But on this earth, yeah. there's no account for everything he's done. And so it's very important that we don't forsake the ability to enter that yeah definitely it's yeah it's very important that um we just like keep on like Mm -hmm. pushing and going to that level because there's so many people who wanted to get there and couldn't Mm -hmm. and like you just said in order for us to just pass that up and not be grateful that is just Mm -hmm. it's disrespectful not only disrespectful to god but disrespectful to people who wanted to experience that Mm -hmm. we just have that our liberty and we just trample over it like it's a Mm -hmm. it's like a doormat or something Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then yeah 
Yeah. Also, I just want to point out, mm-hmm. Brother Jackson preached LDYM camp, mm-hmm. and he pointed out that we are swimming in the oil mm-hmm. as apostolics, that we just have it everywhere. It's just overflowing mm-hmm. with yeah. us. And sometimes we just kind of feel like it's, it just, you know, it's an everyday, it's such a normal occurrence for the worship leader to just start speaking in tongues and different things. And I know mm-hmm. whenever people that haven't been raised in church get, and they see that, it's kind of like, what, what is this? Where is this coming from? Mm-hmm. And it's all mm-hmm. just so much. It's just Jesus. He's given us so much grace and glory mm-hmm. and he's blessing us, even though maybe the people in the other days didn't, they couldn't get into that deeper level, but they also didn't yeah. have a pandemic, mm-hmm. but now we have a pandemic, but he's blessed us. He's given us his glory, mm-hmm. his, all of his greatness, his just so much that mm-hmm. we could never just stop worshiping him mm-hmm. and all that he is. Yeah. And uh, one thing is, I don't want to get to heaven and see those people that didn't get to have the chance to enter that into yeah. that veil and lived with those limitations. And obviously, I don't know how you're going to heaven without worshiping God, but let's say you do get yeah. to heaven without worshiping God. I don't want to get there and then they'd be like, so this must be really cool, you know, worshiping God without having to, you know, yeah. go through the whole tabernacle, bringing an animal to sacrifice, a clean lamb, all that. Oh, no, I yeah. didn't really do it. I just, it was, yeah. sometimes I did it, sometimes I didn't. I, I don't want to be the person to say that to them yeah. and just see that look on their face like, are you serious? Yeah. I had to do all that just to not even be able to go in, just to get close. You had the opportunity to get close right. at the mention of a name and you still didn't do it. Yeah. Right. Wow. Yeah. That's... At the mention of a name, we can just worship him and enter his presence. Mm-hmm. That's so, yeah. it's amazing. And the fact that God died for us and he ripped the veil, he opened up mm-hmm. that kind of glory to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, that's so beautiful. And I love mm-hmm. that. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And the one thing, Jesus Christ, God himself, basically, killed the one thing that can stop us from worshiping which is death he went and said no we're not gonna do that anymore and so we can have eternal life through him and we can continue to worship he killed the one thing that would prevent it and that was death and so we have an eternity to worship and so even though i may have a long time to worship then i still want to do it now i want to prioritize it now because he deserves it all of all time (laughs) It's yeah. done also, just prioritizing now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now we're in a pandemic. We're at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know a lot of schools are going online. Mm-hmm. We have so much more yeah. time now than ever. Mm-hmm. And if we can't prioritize that, when are we ever going to do it? If we mm-hmm. can't get it now, we have all this free time. When mm-hmm. are we going to prioritize worship yeah. and prayer? And that's what I think a lot of people are going to realize once we get out of this pandemic is yeah. that, oh, wow, I should have done that then because now I barely got any time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And I feel like that plays into the whole thing with um the whole like calling and being chosen and stuff yeah. is that you have to be constantly available if you want to be chosen. You have to be constantly putting forth right. that effort to get deep with him to be chosen and to still be used. So I think a lot of people yeah. that aren't putting in that effort right now yeah. are going to be very shocked to see that they aren't being used the same way as those yeah. that did put it in, that did get deeper, that did yeah. take advantage of the time and the ability that they have to go into the presence of God. Exactly. Right. I love that verse for many are called, but few are chosen. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's awesome. I just always want to live my life in a way that God can use me at yeah. any second, mm-hmm. at any moment. I want to be sensitive to mm-hmm. him. Yeah. And something else that I've been working on is being direct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very intentional. Saying mm-hmm. very intentional with the words that I speak to mm-hmm. him. Very much so. I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. 
kind of leads back to our um, episode we did about distractions because it's mm-hmm. super easy to get distracted in this time where right. we're going to mm-hmm. go pray. We're going to go into this worship moment and just sit by ourselves. Mm-hmm. Super easy to get distracted and not stay focused. So that's something you have mm-hmm. to push, especially being teenagers. I know a lot mm-hmm. of our audience are some adults, but most of them are teenagers. It's super easy mm-hmm. for us to just get sidetracked. I don't know about y'all, but I could be praying and my phone might, <clears throat> excuse me, my phone might go off and I might go check it real quick. You know, it's super mm-hmm. easy to get just distracted. So it's so important yeah. that we try to stay focused on our worship and focus on our prayer times and staying devoted to the times that we set aside to pray and do mm-hmm. whatever spiritual things that we feel we need to do on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's very, it's very much a priority based thing. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. Does anybody have anything else they want to add? Um, I'm not sure. Unfortunately, but, um, Garrett got cut out here, so. Yeah, I'm just going to close it out for yeah. us. Um, anyway, just to recap, make sure you're using this time right now more than any other time yeah. to get into that into that deep place, that Shekinah glory yeah. as we were talking yes. about. Yeah. Make sure you utilize this time because once you get out into the world again, God's ready to use his people. Yes. That's what this whole time is far i'm 100 yes. convinced yes. That, that that's what this time is used for he's equipping us mm-hmm. yeah. he's right? equipping us with every he's going to when we go into that place of worship he's going to put into us everything we need all the tools we need but we have to be willing to get into that place and i've caught myself towards the beginning of quarantine yeah. i caught myself just oh it's a nice break it's not a break mm-hmm. it's, not a it's break. grind it's grind time yes. you need to get right. on your game you need to get into his presence and you need to actually Yes. build a relationship in spirit and in truth so you can be equipped for when we need to go back in this world because when yeah, we go back also the world, oh. i've heard yeah no mm-hmm. absolutely i just want to jump in and say mm-hmm. also i've heard it said that god is giving us as his church this time to equip yeah. ourselves mm-hmm. and to reorganize ourselves mm-hmm. so that he knows who is ready to be used mm-hmm. whenever we're removed from us mm-hmm. he knows who he can rely on he sees who he can choose is, yeah yeah right absolutely mm-hmm. yeah it's a whole um, test right here he's giving us mm-hmm. time and he's allowing mm-hmm. us to show our true colors, not to anyone else but him. So let's mm-hmm. not fail the right. test. Let's keep pushing, getting to his presence. Because mm-hmm. like Dylan was just saying, when this all is over, this mm-hmm. is equipping his people. And let's see. He's looking to see who's going to equip mm-hmm. themselves or who's going to unfortunately fail. So, mm-hmm. I mean, right. it just it sometimes is like that. Many, like many that. are going to turn away from him. Yeah. Many are going to. I mean, even it talks about that. Many people are going to turn away from him in the last days, but it's a matter of do you want to be a part of those people that turn away from him or not? Because, I mean, the choice is yours. God didn't leave you. God didn't forsake you. It says in his word that he'll never leave or forsake you. It literally says those exact words. So, I mean, the choice ultimately is will you worship him with this time? Will you pursue his calling? Will you learn what lesson he's trying to teach you in that holiest of holies right now? Because if you don't learn it now, you're probably, I hate to say it, but either yeah by god's grace i hope you learn it yeah yeah mm-hmm. definitely, yeah. definitely. It, it's a very tough reality but that's the reality yeah, sure. we live in like not so, many yeah. people say it as harsh as that like you might fail or something but we just have to mm-hmm. accept it that there's mm-hmm. tests that we will fail on, on this walk with god so mm-hmm. but you just got to keep pushing even when you yeah. feel like you may have failed because i yes. mean until the trumpet blows yeah. you still got a chance to you get everything right Yes. As we said before, it's at the mention of a name. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm, That's powerful. Yeah. Yeah.
right. So, Emma, you have anything you want to plug before we round out this episode? Um, I don't believe so. What does plug mean? All right, like well, social media. Yeah. <laughs> well, social media. Oh, uh, any of that. I have never heard that. Okay. Catch me on. All right. I'm not on anything. And else, if you want so to join the well, Bible study, yeah. message yeah. her on that account. Yeah, we. Yeah, you can message me or any of the three guys, Chris, yeah. Garrett, or Dylan. Mm-hmm. There. Or you can message our podcast Open. account. We can get yes. you connected as well. We will. Most yeah. Also, because I just wanted to point out that it's not just on Instagram. We also have group chats yeah. outside for people that aren't on social media. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to feel pressured yeah. if you're not mm-hmm. on social media. Like we, phone number, or whatever. Yeah, we will most likely yeah. make a post about this episode, and we can tag you down there. So if you go on our Instagram, Apostles of Tomorrow, and follow us mm-hmm. there, she will be tagged. We're a shameless plug for ourselves in this, <laughs> but yeah, you can follow us on our social media, and you can mm-hmm. also connect with her through our social media or directly just go into the search bar and type her name in and get connected because she has a bunch of awesome guests on there. She's just telling us already about some future stuff, <laughs> and it's just. Mm-hmm. amazing so you're not gonna yeah. want to miss and she speaks great on there so you don't mm-hmm. want to miss uh, <laughs> thank so, you yeah it's kind of it's all god it's well, all god anything that goes on there mm-hmm. is all yes. god well thank mm-hmm. you emma for being here we are mm-hmm. for sure you are our first guest. first guest i'm yes. so honored an honor to have. i'm so honored i've been pushing for this for <laughs> Mm-hmm. A long time. Yes. <laughs> uh, you're you've been in the discussion for a while mm-hmm. now. So mm-hmm. we're we're just waiting for the moment. But you are now the yeah. first ever guest on the Apostles. This of is definitely podcast. not the last time. We definitely this is definitely not the last I'm time. So we plan happy. on having yes. you. We plan on having multiple yes, other people. A lot of people. So stick mm-hmm. around, everybody. I'm excited. We, I'm excited. You guys are doing great mm-hmm. things. Oh, praise Such God, great praise things. God. Mm-hmm. For sure. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in today and listening. Mm-hmm. Um, we pray that it touched you in mm-hmm. in a great way. We pray that something we said you took something and mm-hmm. applied it into your walk with God. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All Until right. next time, the apostles of tomorrow are out. Peace. Peace. Peace out. <laughs>